Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. As I'm recording this, we are wrapping up Thanksgiving weekend. And for those of my friends here in the U.S., I know I needed this break, both emotionally and as well as from work. So I hope that you were able to take some time off, take some deep cleansing breaths, reflect on everything you are thankful for, and prepare mentally and emotionally for the holiday season that is now going to come at me at rapid fire. So um, I I was able to spend the holiday itself with family. I will say I missed having my father with us this year, but I did my best just to embrace the family that I was with. There has been a lot of personal loss this year, and while that does bring me sadness, there was a chance to just relish in the time that we did spend with family on Thanksgiving Day. So I hope you were able to spend time with friends or family or just simply some relaxing time by yourself over this holiday break. And as we gear up, the day you'll be listening to this is November 30th, and that actually is the last day that I'm running the sale for the Only Girl on the Job Site course for homeowners. And if you aren't on my email list, I strongly encourage you going on and joining because that's where you're going to hear all of the communications, not only about this podcast, but also tips and tricks that I share throughout the year. And of course, any sales or promotions that we're going to offer on any of the resources, but in particular on the course, both the homeowners and as well as the designer edition. And this fall has been an exciting time. We ran a sale at the end of October for the designers and welcomed some really exciting members into the program from varying points in their career, and it's been really fun getting to know them and to dig into all things specific to running renovation projects for clients. And that is a different element, a different animal than running, obviously, one project for yourself. And that's why we decided to run a sale for the homeowners, because we know the new year is coming. And I know so many of you are planning renovation projects for the coming year. So now is the time to get your ducks in a row, to get as much knowledge under your belt as humanly possible before the project starts so that when it does start, you can hit the ground running, you can be more collaborative, and most importantly, you can be more confident in your abilities to run your own project. So since today is November 30th, you have until midnight to take advantage of the sale that we're running and all of the details. Details are on the website at devinedesign.com. If you have any questions, you can always shoot me an email, but the sale will end at midnight tonight. Now, that doesn't mean both for designers as well as homeowners that you can't join the course at any time. I recognize that renovation projects start and stop 
all throughout the year. There really aren't seasons anymore of renovation projects like there were historically in the past. And so you can join at any time. It's just you will miss out on this wonderful sale that we've come up with. And I really recommend you taking a look at it if you're on the fence about whether this course is right for you. There's lots of information, lots of frequently asked questions on the site. I think you'll find everything you need is there. But if not, you can always email me at renee at So today, I thought I would take a deeper dive into a topic that I mention periodically throughout the podcast, throughout emails, throughout courses and webinars. And that is the role that gender plays on any construction site, no matter how large or small. So why did you name your podcast, your course, Only Girl on the Job Site? Well, to be specific, I am a girl, and that is the perspective and the only perspective I can offer on my experiences on a construction project. But that isn't to say that the knowledge that I share inside of all of the resources and the courses can't be applied to any gender, quite frankly, because it is universal, the knowledge itself. But the experience, the perspective that I can offer alone is from a female perspective. Now, for homeowners, you will find that you have a dual role. In your project. And that is obviously one as the client, right? You have hired the team, you are paying the bills, you have participated hopefully in the design of the project. But then you know if you're listening to me that I want you to step up and also be an active participating team member on this project as well. So the team will view you in two different lights. And there is some different struggles to that, right? On one hand, they're trying to please you because they know you are paying the bills. On the other hand, they want your knowledge and confidence as a team member to help them move the ball down the field and get you that end goal that, quote, the client side of you has hired them to do. So there is a little bit of a blurred line there that truthfully designers don't have to worry about, right? Because a designer is not paying their bill. They are there to facilitate the smoothest project they can for their clients. So they are seen solely as the team member, as someone who comes with knowledge and experience and confidence to help, again, lead that project to a smooth and beautiful conclusion. But both sides really have to do with you being a woman. But this specific episode will be based on the issues that are inherent in being a girl on a male-dominated job site. Now, we can go into the why is it a male-dominated industry. And of course, there are women that are in these industries. But I will be honest, in 29 years working in countless states, I have never come across a female on a job site. That doesn't mean they don't exist. And I'm well aware and I applaud women who will go into the construction industry because that has got to be a very difficult road for them to start out on. But I personally have had no experience with it. 
and I'd love to have some experience with it. So if someone wants to put a team together and some of the subs or the contractor is a female, please dial me in. I would really love to see how the dynamic would be so completely different from my current experiences with men being the counterpoints on our team. So how does that work? If you know you are going to be the only girl on that job site, what are the things you need to look for? What are the things you need to prepare for? And what are the things you can proactively do in order to level that playing field? And truth of the matter is, that is the goal. You want to level the playing field. Now, where I have seen people go wrong in the past is that their goal is not to level the playing field, but to dominate the playing field. And in truth, I have never seen that work successfully. And typically, I am told of these stories because it didn't work out. And what happens is someone who wants to dominate the playing field typically comes at that with an aggressive or an arrogant attitude of, I know I am in the minority, but I'm going to prove, damn it, that I can handle all of this. And while I understand that underlying feeling, I know from personal experience that that does not work. And please hear me, that does not work. You may dominate, but you will not be successful. It is simply impossible. The word dominating and team just simply can't be in the same sentence, right? A team, as in any sports analogy, must all work together in order to be successful. So if one person, if one team member is trying to dominate, the entire team suffers. So this I have heard mostly from interior designers. And these women are, I believe, overcompensating for a lack of knowledge or a lack of confidence. And it is coming across as arrogance or aggressiveness. And now, again, we can have a lengthy conversation how a woman in business who is aggressive is seen as bitchy and a man in business who is seen as aggressive is successful. I get that. And I understand those roles. But in the construction world where you are truly the only female in this group, there is no upside to being the aggressor in the group. It just simply isn't the case. But this does not mean that all is lost simply because you are the only girl on the job site. If that were the case, I can promise you I would have given up construction projects in my business years ago, but I don't because, well, first of all, I find them challenging and I love a challenge and challenging in a way that I know the steps I need to take. I know the success at the end if the steps are done well. And it doesn't mean that I can utilize the exact same steps with every single team that I join. And I am fortunate, and I've said this before, I work with a lot of the same teams at this point in my career, but that was definitely not the case for a very long time. So that is why I put together all of my tips and tricks in the construction management workbook that you can find on my website. This is the very checklist I use when I am putting together a team that homeowners can use so that they put together a team of like-minded people that are interested in working with a woman as a team member. Because the guys I work with are thrilled to have me on a project. They don't see me as a subordinate or a lesser than because I am a woman. They see me as a team member. 
And there are lots of guys out there like that. Please hear me when I say they do exist. These guys are everywhere. They are not all stereotypical male chauvinist pigs. They just aren't. Now, don't get me wrong. I have had my fair share of projects with male chauvinist pigs on them before. And I have spoken about these projects in the past. But those are the projects I took away lessons on how not only to avoid those situations, but also practical tools on how to handle them when changing those roles are just simply not under my control. And for designers listening, that will be the case. You will find yourself on projects that a team has been put together and you were the last one on the team. So you won't have the ability to change out any of the contractors but yet you will be expected to be successful and bring that project to a smooth conclusion. And that is what we want to talk about today. So how do you go about that? I mean, how do you set yourself up for the most successful project you can, knowing full well that you will be in the minority on any project, whether that is a small renovation to an entire home built from the ground up? Well, if you are given the opportunity to build the team, this is where your best shot starts, right? You want to do the most extensive research. You want to ask the most poignant questions to get to the root of whether they are comfortable working with a woman or not. And so for homeowners, this is when you tell them in the interview process, I am going to be a team member. I want to be collaborative. I have my ducks in a row. I am learning the steps that I need to learn, which of course you can find inside the only girl on the job site course, but you want to let them know at that stage, because I can promise you they are going to come into your interview. They're going to come into your meeting thinking that you will take on the role of client. And there is a difference between a client and a team member. And I promise you, it will be much more successful. And quite frankly, you'll enjoy it more as a team member than you will as a client. But to not go over that in the interviewing process is a huge mistake because the men that I have worked with that look down on clients is typically when that client tries to elevate themselves mid-project into the role of a team member. And then it becomes pretty apparent that they had no interest in having that client on their team. So these are the things you want to iron out up front. That's why you're going to interview at least three, not just three, at least three. And if you're following me long enough, you know I want you to have at least five guys to talk to in the beginning. And this is one of the reasons why. Now, for a designer, like I said, you might be put on projects after the team is built, and that is not great. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You have to do a quick little Psych 101 session on everybody and see how they feel about a woman being on the project. And if it's a big project, chances are not everybody will be on board with it. But that's okay. And honestly, there's nothing you can do about it. That's where your skills, that's where your confidence, that's where your people skills are going to have to come into play. And if there's one thing I know about interior designers is they have amazing people skills. They wouldn't be successful if they didn't. Now, you are not obviously working your people skills on the client. You're working your people skills on the contractors. 
And I've had designers push back on me. It's been fascinating this past year, a little over a year that I've been talking to interior designers. And this one woman who, who does a number of renovation projects said to me, Renee, I don't think I should be the one baking banana bread to bring on the job site just to make them be nice to me. And okay, no, of, of course not. Now, if you make banana bread or if it came up in a conversation once with a contractor and you happen to be making a batch and made an extra loaf for the job and brought it as a, hey guys, remember that banana bread? I thought you'd like to try it. That's one thing. But to be baking banana bread as this woman described as basically a bribe or to win people over, well, no, please don't do that. Uh, that is a probably pretty easy to see through with the guys. And B, what are you setting yourself up for? I mean, are you baking every week if you have weekly meetings? I mean, there are all sorts of red flags going through my head right now as to why you don't do that. But more importantly, having the knowledge and confidence that you are an equal on that project allows you to not have to bake the banana bread. And again, one of the reasons I built the course for designers, because I realized in this past year, talking to designers, that there are countless designers out there that have been sort of thrusted onto projects by their clients, who obviously the clients see something in the designer that the designer isn't recognizing in herself. And so these designers are going onto these projects feeling insecure, not feeling like an equal. And that is reading to the guys on the project. So no, I don't want you to be baking banana bread. Now, don't get me wrong. I have shown up on job sites with coffee and donuts Absolutely. And I will on occasion do it in the future. But that is not an intentional bribe. That's a, hey guys, I'm a team member. And I think it was in January, the house was under roof, but there were no windows in. It was freezing. And I thought it would just be a nice thing to do. And you know what? The guys loved it. But I only did it that one time because I wasn't bribing them. I was being a team member. So I want people to know that they can be a team member and be a woman on a project. And truth be told, I enjoy it. I know I bring a completely different perspective to any project. My guys will tell me that. They'll say, well, I never really thought about it that way, Renee. Well, yes, correct. Because women think about things in a vastly different perspective than men. It just is the way it is. So I want you both homeowner and designer, to know that this is possible and that intimidation, even the feeling of intimidation, will harm your chances of being seen as an equal. And this is why I started this podcast. And this is why I want you to email me questions. And this is why the resources on my website, from the workbook and the checklists to the courses themselves for the homeowner and the designer were built. Because I know there is a better way for women to be on construction projects. I have seen it. I do it. And it is a more successful and, quite frankly, enjoyable time. And I want all of you to have the same level of enjoyment that I do week in and week out. Again, I would stop doing this in a heartbeat if I didn't enjoy it. And so when I hear people at cocktail parties or at school events complaining and seeking me out in order to offload whatever issue they just had on their own renovation project, this is what I'm talking about. 
every time, every story has something to do with insecurities or lack of knowledge. And these are the areas that I can solve. I don't have to be on your project in order to help you know which steps to take next. I don't have to be on the project to help a designer help their client through an issue because the issue is irrelevant. It's the emotions and the steps that you go through to get through whatever that situation is. But more importantly, I want women to be confident team members on these projects. The men will appreciate it. Now, again, the men that you've hired properly and for the designers, the men that you are basically having to win over, not through banana bread, but through your knowledge, through your experience. And then lastly, for interior designers, this is what I want you to hear from me. I tell everyone on my project, I am there for them to be successful. If I can do something to help them be successful, I will do it. Whether that is helping them solve a problem, helping them resource something they have no idea where to find, helping them problem solve if something is coming up. I really do view my team as a secondary client because if they're successful, I'm successful because I am a member of that team. Now for homeowners, same thing. I want you to help your contractor. This is not a gotcha game. This is not see where they go and then see where they screw up. That is not a smooth running project. And nobody wins, in particular you, the client. So if a contractor is struggling to find something, help them out. Ask a friend. Now, there are endless scenarios that pop up on construction projects. And probably one of the things I love the most, which (laughs) I understand is a little sick and twisted. But seriously, no two projects are the same. And so I am constantly being challenged with trying to find a solution to a problem, trying to find a material or product that I've never had to look for before. And that is why these courses, both homeowner and designers, have a built-in community. Now, I know you can Google search almost anything, but I am looking for known products, known resources, known solutions that someone else has tried and know that they work right? To me, that is the goal. So I want you to walk away from this episode knowing that, yes, there are rigid gender roles on these projects, and that I cannot change for you. If you do end up with women in the construction side of your team, that is amazing. And frankly, I would love to hear about them. But I'm telling you that the majority of you listening will not find that to be the case. And that's okay. That should not be intimidating. That should just be a factor. Just like you know that there's going to be dust and dirt, you know that there's going to be mostly men on the project. That's it. That's all it should be. You should not give it any more weight or worry or thought beyond that, especially having listened to this episode. Having my experience be your guide to elevate your confidence and knowledge so that you, as always, being a team member from the very first day, your project gets underway. So I know I've hinted about gender roles in the past. I really did want to take a deeper dive into it because it is a reality. But I'm also hoping that you're finishing this episode feeling like it really shouldn't matter, that yes, it's there, but it's just a fact, not a concern. Because a smooth running project 
needs to be your only concern, not the people on the project. Because you know, if you followed me and you've used my checklist or you're in the course, you have hired the right team at the right time for you. So as always, if this leaves you with more questions than answers, please feel free to reach out. And if you have had experiences with women on your projects, I really would love to hear about it. I wish I had more experience with that. I think it would be really fun to have that additional female on a project. I have a feeling it would be a very different dynamic. And just one last reminder, it is November 30th. For homeowners, the sale ends tonight at midnight East Coast time. And I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity to save a little money and get you started on the right foot for your project starting in 2022. And to be fair, if you are mid-project and things aren't going the way you wanted them to, please know it's never too late to kind of rein everything in, regroup, and move on a new path. So I recommend highly recommend if your project is going sideways and you aren't quite sure why or how to get it back on track, this course will actually guide you through those exact steps. So take advantage of this sale, but know if you are listening after November 30th, you can always join the courses, both the designer and the homeowners, because I know projects start and stop at all different times throughout the year. All of the information you will need is on my website, devinedesign.com. I can't thank you enough for your time today, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media, and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone, as I assure you, we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devinedesign.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon.